0: Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson-Morgan. You can find it at Massive Press on itch.io. When we last were with our pilots, we saw them start to set up their preparations for holding off Manticorp. They swiftly discovered that they had less time than anticipated when Torsé Lees, their operator, detected the Novus Inovari flagship arriving at the edge of the system. With less time to repair, and up against Manticorp's well-outfitted experimental field test unit, the DBC crew have the odds stacked against them. Ending last session, we saw a promising start from their stratagem, as Rock was able to take out one full squad using his stealth, focus, and the explosive yield of a power plant rigged with iridium alum. Now, we're going to transition over to our other pilots and see what they have planned. Welcome, pilots! Hi.
1: Hi. <laughs> so, Dine, do you have any twos?
2: <laughs> no, no, sorry.
0: Oh uh-huh.
1: shoot, now right.
2: we gotta advance the plot.
0: all right so uh we all saw what rock got up to with his uh plan going off in the city uh now uh the rest of you i believe are still back at the mining camp is that right
3: yes Uh, or you had uh, headed in that
0: direction from two different places i believe yeah
3: i'd be on my way back with um uh, concern and Valet, I believe.
0: Yeah, uh, Comet Chimera, Concern and Valet were at the mine, and Orion is heading back from the city um, because he went, and he was the one who was with uh, Torse uh, when the DBC left for uh, left for other environs that are a little less little less heated right now.
2: Yeah, she, she wanted a little bit more space, give or take.
0: Well i uh I wanna find out from you guys what do you have planned? You have a few days left before uh the colony ship arrives to evacuate the civilians uh what do you have planned to try and decrement the strength of the uh Manticorp forces?
3: So my big plan, which I thought a lot about, is i'm I want us to go and beat them in battle so they that they lose and we win. That is
0: That's the plan. A, uh that is a novel strategy yeah. um for you uh,
4: <laughs> I, I have people a feeling people may this have,
3: movie? <laughs> I have a feeling people may have tried that before <laughs> <laughs> i mean why why make things complicated just like let's win and you know call it a day um no, but uh so we did uh kind of talk about this uh uh in our off time um and uh, so i think what uh what Astro would like to do is gain some more information about uh these forces that that we're going to be dealing with we we know very little um we know the 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 group that um rock ran into which is made up of drones um and uh but we We don't know like like uh they're they're probably sending some of their like new technology uh so we just don't know what to expect so um so I think what uh Ashra wants to do is he wants to go on an intelligence mission and he also wants to um possibly uh see about setting up some sort of ambush, so we know they're probably gonna go check out the mines um he He wants to go there um and maybe take concern and or valet with him um and remain hidden while they start to investigate the mines once once they're at a point um uh where they're deep within the mines will detonate the explosives um and uh, perhaps try to attack? I, I, I don't know yet. But the main thing he'd really like to do is, while being hidden, try to hack into their systems. Um, maybe hack into their communication network um, and monitor some some of their uh, communications uh, or their plans. So uh, that's sort of what uh, I think Ashro would like to do that makes sense
0: it does um so uh it sounds to me like yeah you're on kind of a a stealth hacking mission uh you're going to stay within range of the mine and as they come to investigate it with whatever forces happen to show up you're going to see what you can do to break into their
3: systems um so we can definitely run that Um, and i'm sort of also thinking as a contingency um like if if the mine detonation doesn't take care of whatever force they send out, um, then we we would also prepare ourselves by um, putting us like in favorable terrain, ready for an ambush if need be. Um, so I'm just kind of thinking about taking a defensive position by the mine as well as we set up to sort of do the stealth hack.
0: All right. Sounds good to me. Um, so uh, here's the thing um, we can do this. Um, interestingly, uh, your plan is to hack in using your Mac, right? Like you're actually going to be using the systems within um, the director's cut, right?
3: That's correct. I'm also going to use um, my Lotus projector drone, uh, which is just a scout drone. Um, that can detect mechs that are nearby it. Um, So I'm going to have it, and and it's invisible, so I'm going to have it kind of patrolling the area around the mines.
0: All right, so we're going to kind of run this as a series of checks for you. Um, Okay. To start with... Um, so we haven't really done this before, but there are slightly different rules to uh, make skill checks when you're directly utilizing your mech. Um, it doesn't really matter how stealthy you are, uh, um, uh, you are Comet. Uh, yeah. It kind of matters whether or not the director's cut gets found. Um, right. So what I'm going to need you to do is uh, make an agility roll using your mech skill.
3: Okay. Can I can I also say um that since can can I use some of my uh mech abilities to uh my advantage, for example, uh my retractable profile and uh, my integrated cloak?
0: Uh yes, for that I'm going to give you advantage uh um uh, accuracy on the roll.
3: Awesome. Okay uh
0: so it's just it's just a d20 plus your agility because agility is when chasing pursuing fleeing with incredible speed performing acrobatics in your mech hiding or moving silently um so that is a thing you're trying to do in your mech
3: okay um is there a way to roll that in d20 or should i just manually roll this i i Uh, don't know
0: what your character sheet looks like in roll 20 unfortunately
3: Okay, I'm just going to um, roll a d20 plus my agility, which is one. Um, do, does grit get added to this, too, or no? Grit?
0: Uh, we can totally find out.
3: I'll take anything I could get. <laughs> trying to look at like what situations grit is used for.
0: Grit is one of those music <laughs> <laughs> Great is one of those <laughs> things that I feel like is is slightly poorly uh indexed in this game in that yeah. it is hard for me to keep track of what it does and doesn't apply to. Uh it feels like it adds mostly to like your HP and your like attack values and stuff like that. I'm not sure if it adds to skill checks though.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I think it adds
2: to some of them but not all of them.
3: It, it's kind of funny because like Like, when you read the rollbook, you just see, like, random things. It says, oh, and add your grit to this. Like, I can't find something where it says, these are all the things that grit applies to. Um,
0: It doesn't look like it, not on a skill check.
3: Okay. Fair enough.
0: Um, But it might add to your...
3: Yeah, it might be mostly, it like, might, a it combat might be, thing.
0: Yeah, it might be because you're doing it in your mech, the grit might apply. Um, that's, that's the weird thing about grit is because it applies in, like, very specific circumstances.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh... Leveling up, you get grit, uh, but it doesn't say what that's for, which is very not useful. Uh, for now, we're going to say that it doesn't, okay. and I'm willing to be proven wrong.
3: Yeah, but but I'm I'm thinking. Because when you when you read through heck.
0: skill checks, it doesn't. It just says your your bonuses are from triggers and your bonuses are from accuracy. Um, right. It doesn't say anything about adding grit to skill checks.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm literally doing a control F on grit yeah. in the yeah, PDF, and not not seeing anything. <laughs> it's um, not so. too useful, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, so I roll this with accuracy, so I roll it twice and take the best one, or take. Uh, the, you roll uh, a d6
0: twice. Or, no, no, you uh, just roll a D6 and add the number, remember?
3: That's right. Okay, that, I'm thinking of other things. Okay, whoa, that's not a good roll. I rolled a four with the D20. Um, let's roll a D6, another four, so eight.
0: Uh, it looks like grit determines attack rolls and saves. That okay. is what I am seeing. Um, all right, so, uh, ooh, yeah, so you roll three plus one, which is four, and you add a D6, which is just another four. Um, so that is less than 10. Um, so this is a failure. Um, you try to get as close as you can without alerting uh, the investigative team. Um, an investigative team uh, is being sent out to investigate the mine like you thought they would. Um. Yeah you are not able to get nearly as close as you wanted to. Um, you are stuck well out of sensor's range for now. Yeah. That is that is the penalty. The penalty is you uh, you did not alert them, but you are far, far further away. You could not
3: sneak close enough. OK, makes sense.
1: Oh, um, I, I know I'm not there, but like something I was hoping for Asher to find out is like is there any sort of um transportation um shipper of a sort that they came in or there's no sign of that? And I guess technically Astra has to roll for that or maybe he just knows.
3: Um yeah, I mean I I'll relay whatever I find out like uh from what I gather at the mine. I'm guessing if they came in on a drop ship, they probably landed outside of the mine and then traveled there, but uh I'll have to see. That is, Um, that is a correct assessment. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Um, so, so, um, let's say since I couldn't get close, um, I wait until, um, uh, what do I do? I I wait until they get, um, they start going uh, close to the entrance of the mine, uh, and look for an opportunity to kind of close the distance.
0: OK, uh, as you wait, uh, the team you see from a distance uh, looks like it is a variety of mechs that are. Um, fast but stocky, they're they're like scout mechs, but they're outfitted with um, almost like hazard gear and. Um, I'd say that Astro, upon assessing, like, what their loadout looks like, it looks like they are hardened for, like, exploring dangerous locations.
3: Okay. Got it. Um. Mom's room. (laughs) Yikes. Uh. God. (laughs) (laughs) Destroyed me. Um. Can I send my, uh, my scout drone, my Lotus projector out to get a closer look? Um, has to be deployed within sensors, but maybe, um, if I deploy it and then try to get a little closer. Okay.
0: Uh, we're going to go ahead and call this a systems check. Okay. Um, because you're, you're simultaneously, um, Trying to scan and analyze information, boost system electronic systems. You're trying to get it close enough to get like interlaced with their stuff, right?
3: Exactly. Yeah. Um. And let's. So you let's couldn't roll. get
0: close enough with stickiness. So this is you sending your drone forward and hoping you can boost its systems enough to, to make up for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then sort of like use it as a relay, um, and and try to uh, gain access to their system that way maybe so um let's my uh, my system is two so let's roll a d20 plus two do i have accuracy or just normal
0: um because you're using your specialized drone for this i'll grant you an accuracy on this roll
3: all right let's see Ooh, that's more like it crit (laughs) uh nat 20 plus two is 22 nice Uh, roll that d6 Let's roll the D6. Don't don't throw anything
0: away. Use the whole thing.
3: six is 4, so 26.
0: 26 total. I would say that's a success. Um, what you could not make up for uh, with closing distance and your stealthiness, uh, mm-hmm. your new aptitude with the systems of the Director's Cut and your specialized drone, and what you've learned from Torse, kind of fill in for you. Um, you're able to push your drone closer and closer until you start to hear transmissions in between the mechs with one another.
3: Okay, great. I'd like to be recording these uh transmissions in my log.
0: Okay, absolutely. You start for uh analysis. you start recording totally.
3: Um and then it, can I also now that now that I've got um now that I'm eavesdropping in on them, uh can I try to hack and gain access to their communications?
0: yes uh this will be a systems check um but this one will be considered uh dangerous um so on a 10 to 20 there are downsides it'll be a success with downside um anything above a 20 is a full success anything uh below 10 is a full failure
3: um okay cool 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 i'm not nervous um so I'll uh, roll, roll this up 20 uh, plus two. Um, I'm guessing this one's without accuracy, right?
0: No, I'm granting you you're still using the same things you were before. It's going <laughs> oh, to be. Okay,
3: okay yep. great. Um, plus,
0: and your specialty is in hacking, so.
3: Yeah. Uh. Oh, how do you do the. It's double Sorry. brackets. Double brackets. I'm just trying to do the roll in D20. Uh, oh, okay, 24. Ooh, oh, lucky oh. boy.
4: Oh.
3: Double <laughs> wow. Threat.
1: Of relief <laughs> you're really making up that bad role in the beginning aren't you
0: <laughs> yeah your, your self was bad but you are able to hook into and you luck out here this is this is part of why you get a full success and not a partial success um you are able to hook into the squad leaders and hack into the squad leaders mech um instantly a bunch of readouts of system information start throwing themselves across your screen
3: awesome this is great um you
0: instantly know you have hacked the mech of caps trips irian uh
3: okay you're gonna have to write that out for me as well caps trip
0: that's
2: a trippy name is is, is that is this call sign or is it actually their name
0: the middle part is the call sign there are call sign trips
3: oh okay okay, gotcha it's like how i would be astro comet jamming exactly all right um cool um i'd like to just uh continue uh monitoring them uh as they start to go into the mines and uh explore the mines okay um Um, yeah go ahead yeah and and i'm also uh, getting ready to to blow the place um blow the place up once once i feel like um a good portion of them or all of them are, uh, within deep within the mind that it will probably trap them or cave them in or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a squad of five. Um, the squad leader is kind of like you, you, you can kind of, uh, almost, um, kind of pov this a little bit uh Uh because in one monitor you literally have up the sensor data and camera data from the squad leader so you can actually see what they see to a certain extent um and they obviously have each other on iff so like you're kind of getting a whole you you can almost like tactical map data kind of like view from above their whole operation right Um, right And you see that trips uh, separates the team into three and two. Um, uh, They send three people into the mine. Um, They are taking it slow. They seem to be examining uh, like a variety of things, including scorch marks. Um, You see that the one that has stayed outside the mine with trips uh, is examining areas that you remember were mines before they became scorch marks when you had your fight here. Yeah, Um, they are examining. um, But you can tell they did turn off the artillery on their way in. So that part of your ruse worked. They did approach turn off the uh, artillery and then fully close on the mine. So they 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 approached knowing that the artillery was still online and they're okay, kind of examining the remains of the battle. As far as you can tell, um, judging by the communications within the team, uh, they are, they are sending, uh, kind of like sensor data and examination data back and forth from each other, trying to determine like what happened here. They're on an investigation mission to determine what happened here. How are things? Is the mine good? make, Like, they are trying to make sure that the mine is good. That's what they're here for. Um, Actually, scrubbing their data, you can specifically tell that uh, this is squad four of the ground forces, um, and they are specialists in scout and recovery.
3: Okay, cool, cool.
2: Just That's pray good they to don't know. notice a certain axe mark inside the mines.
0: <laughs> They'd have to go pretty deep to find where Evelyn was, but yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between an axe mark and a pickaxe mark?
2: Uh, did they use pickaxes the size of a mech? also you i'm don't pretty know, you
5: sure you in this universe i mean I that's would. actually that's actually feasible
0: i'm actually okay. i'm actually pretty sure they use more advanced mining methods than a pickaxe to get iridium alum out of the ground.
3: <laughs> it was a giant future pickaxe at, at the end of the day they all go hi ho
0: <laughs> oh man i got in the green lung from being down in the mine swinging my
3: axe at that iridium alum from work we go
4: <laughs> got the
3: <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh since since i have like a a kind of foothold into their systems uh is there anything like do they have a link up with like home base with headquarters um with any other squads are they checking in anything like that
0: uh what you can tell that right now they are out of direct sensor range like they would have to do what you would do right now with the dbc which is send a message wait somewhere between 30 minutes and a few hours depending on how far away the message they're sending is and then wait for a response there is no instant communication happening right now
3: okay Gotcha. cool um Remember, all, right, so-
0: all the power is gone from the planet aside from what they brought with them, right? So it's not like they have a base on the planet that can, like, you know, repeat, be a repeater for data. If it's out of their sensor range and it's out of their ship's sensor range, they're just sending it and waiting for it to come back. Um, you would have to be within sensor range of someone else for to do instantaneous communication.
3: Um, is it possible? Um, did to download like a mission briefing they might have stored onto their computers.
0: Uh, you can try, uh, totally. Um, uh, I'm going to let your success ride because you successed so well. Um, okay. this nice. is not, this is not data that's more classified than what you already have access to. Um, yeah. you are able to get, uh, not necessarily like a like a mission statement or anything like a like a goals list. So much as um, a listing of the various Lancer squads that make up the ground forces.
3: OK, that that that's that's uh, helpful information to have, I think. Um, um, cool. Is it, does it include like technical details about those squads or, or just like? <laughs>
0: their names it's it's mostly names and and like um designations um okay. you are able to determine about what the full complement of the enemy um ground forces include though which is a lot more information than you had before yeah yeah um from okay. what you're aware um and based off of the information that you're in the process of downloading There are five full Lancer squads that make up the um, the full complement of like elite squads that are on this ship. Um, There are eight troop squads that are like when I say troop squads, I mean hundreds of soldiers, including tanks and artillery. Wow. Okay, so like each squad is like hundreds of soldiers plus ground vehicles yeah okay um and there are also some support mechs and you have readouts of um something that's just listed as armor you don't know what it means but it has its own listing it just says armor in all capital letters
3: okay big it's metal gear probably
4: Middle Dude's gear
3: oh, we <laughs> God. have solid snake on our team, <laughs> so
0: so you have you have you have five lancer squads, you have support mechs to each one of those squads, like what the equivalent of like foot soldiers would be right. um and then eight troop squads every troop squad comes with a full complement of hundreds of soldiers and tanks and artillery um basically. Uh, Rock, after you did uh, your business taking out the um, taking out the reactor and the iridium alum and taking out that whole squad and you kind of had to get out of there um, because now the city is crawling with troops. They have taken flu delta um, in in the hours between then and now they have landed probably half of their troop squads in the city and are exterminating all of the flora and fauna in the city.
5: Good for them. (laughs) Hmm. Could we like call? uh,
0: Could we call up a wildlife conservation group for um, backup support? You can try and call up a humanitarian group while you're at it. I don't know if they'll answer.
1: (laughs) I'm sure PETA exists in the future.
3: All right, so the the uh, <laughs> I guess the only thing left for me now is I'm what I'm gonna do is um you said I I sort of have tactical information about like where their mechs are and stuff like how they're moving. Oh yeah,
0: um, this squad you have live updates of exactly where they are right. at all times. So
3: so I'll 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 bring that up. I'll I'll have it like superimposed on my map while being overlaid with like all the locations of the different explosives we Mm -hmm. planted in the mine uh and i'll run some uh calculations on my computer and i'll uh i'll I'll figure out the best like time um to detonate it based on their positions okay uh, as they're Uh, moving through the mine so
0: we're gonna run this as a traditional skill check um, this is just you doing a timing thing. You're you're pulling yeah. off a plan. Now, here's the thing. When you start one of these, I need you to tell me what your stated goal is so I know what to give you if you succeed.
3: So, I want to destroy as much of their squad um, or trap them within the mines as possible.
4: Uh, okay, so you want, you want to destroy com- as much of You want of them. <laughs> to
3: completely destroy all five of them? Um, if possible, yeah. The, I, I want to destroy as many of them as I can with this explosion
0: sounds good to me okay um you can go ahead and make a pilot skill check uh, i'm going to tell you that on uh this is not going this is going to have difficulty added uh, okay. but it's not a dangerous check so you just need to beat a 10 um, but you are starting with a minus d6 to start unless okay. you can do something about that
3: Uh, gotcha. I'm trying to see this is a pilot skill check. I'm trying to see if I have any triggers.
0: Um, whatever triggers you think apply, uh, give me, give me a, give me a shout and I'll tell you what works and what don't.
3: Uh, okay. Um, so I'm going to try to charm them. (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to sing, sing to them and lull them into a false sense of, uh, security. Uh, and then blow, blow them up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have hacker fix, but I I've sort of done that already. You know, yeah, like, that's not what this is. done. <laughs> yeah. Um, investigate. Um, I I'm trying to, uh, calculate an ideal time to blow them up, but I don't feel like that's what investigate means. Um, how does investigate, how's that described? Rules. Um,
0: investigate. Uh, well, I can tell Research you right now. Or yeah.
2: study something in great detail. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's that's probably okay. not what this is.
3: Um, take control
0: that's solving a puzzle take control is using force violence presence of will we've we've talked about take control in a previous session that involves you being present in a situation and taking control of that situation
2: yeah um you have stay cool that could work Uh, no i don't you don't Um, have that (laughs) (laughs) the only
3: only thing i could sort of uh, like try to stretch is maybe act unseen or unheard. Uh, Like, I'm trying to uh, do this without their awareness. Um, But not to sabotage myself. I kind of already did that, too. Like, like all these things I'm talking about, I've done already. Yes, Um, those
0: were all the setup actions for this. That's why you're not in a worse position making this final. This is your final. This is the final check.
3: All right. Um, So so I I don't think I have depending on how. Yeah,
0: depending on how this turns out will determine kind of like. How effective the action was.
3: All right, worth worth considering my options though. But let's uh, let's roll that check. Um, so this is a one d twenty minus a d six. Oof! Oh! Oof! That was a Oof-a one, doofa. guys.
0: Oofa doofa. Oh uh, um, uh, wow! I mean, you're one. just lucky that uh, things don't get worse when you roll lower. Um, so uh astro um you realize uh fairly quickly that uh based off of like the layout and where the charges are placed and how far you had to stay away in order to not get detected you're ready to to do the explosion you've timed it you're like i have the right timing you go to hit the button you're out of range for the detonator
3: of course that makes sense. <laughs> oh snap. That, that that's that's devious. Yeah. Um okay. Uh I'm going to have Can I react to this? Yes. Um I expect you to. Yeah, it's time it's time to get closer. Um <laughs> Uh because even Uh, even if, uh, I get discovered, it's very important that we blow up this mine or else that's a big mission failure. They're going to like take the bombs down once they discover it. And,
1: uh, I mean, they're going to know it's us as soon as the bombs explode anyway. So like on anything, anything, you're just kind of speeding things along.
3: So, no, I mean, I mean, I don't want them to, uh, defuse the explosives oh Um, mm -hmm. like we need this this mine to blow up so Mm -hmm. um so so
0: astro what i will say is you said you brought concern and valet with you right
3: Oh yes, I did. They're kind of
0: watching your back up up mm-hmm. on the up on the ridge. Um, they they're I mean they're on board with you whatever you want to do. If you want them to stay behind and watch your back while you try to get closer to detonate the mine, or if you need them to like rush the mine with you, or they're they're up for whatever your plan is. But you okay. need to take an action.
3: Okay, I'm I'm gonna radio them and say, um, stay back. Uh, you know, uh, watch my six. I'm out of range. I'm going to need to try to get closer to set off the explosives. Um, And um, yeah, I'll I'll try to do it sneakily as as sneakily as I can get within uh, range. Okay.
0: Uh, so you move forward to get within range to set off the detonation. Yeah. Um, You don't have to make a check for this. Uh, I just need to know what you would do, because once you get close enough and you hit the detonator, It just happens. This isn't like a hard thing to do. Yeah. But I am now going to invoke something that I've had in my back pocket for like four or five sessions now.
5: (laughs) It's called screw you. It's called (laughs) screw you because
0: Chimera fucked up. (laughs) Uh, We made a rule a long time ago to determine what Chimera knew about iridium alum for her plan to blow up the mine. Oh, no. She failed horribly. Oh, no. And I said, that's fine. That will just come into play later.
4: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) Later
0: (laughs) is now.
1: Damn it, Chuck. Damn it.
0: (laughs) So, uh, I don't think Chimera, um, realized that the, um, explosive yield of iridium alum, uh, is... Well, it gets stronger exponentially the more of it that's close together. Right. And there is an entire mine of it beneath this mountain.
3: Sure is.
0: <laughs> Weren't we talking about nukes before the session? <laughs> A little bit. Um, so you rush forward to get into range, Comet. And you're still hooked in to their comm systems. As you're rushing forward, you hear alerts go up. They spot you instantly. Um, You can't do it. You can't do it fast or um, silently enough to not get spotted. But you get within range. uh, You just slam your fist against the activate the detonator button. And immediately is exactly living up to your expectations. You, the entire ground starts shaking. The entire floor starts shaking. The, the, the mine behind, uh, the squad, the two squaddies that are left outside starts to light up with this green energy, um, that starts to shine so brightly. It turns white and almost like a dragon breathing fire green flames erupt out of the mouth of the mine, instantly incinerating the two other squad mechs that are there. (laughs) Oh, man. So you succeeded. Uh, You've destroyed the whole squad. And Uh now the mine explodes under your feet. Yes. Luckily, you're far enough away that uh, it doesn't instantly vaporize you. Uh, the way <laughs> well, that uh, the the way that the uh, the enemy squad does, um, but I'm going to need you to make a save for me.
3: I bet. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, I always look at. Pain Are we at the in end one of, of Astro's this. movies? Damn yeah, it! If it was one of my movies, I would walk away from the explosion without looking back. <laughs> Not get caught in the explosion. Come on.
1: Man. <laughs> One of those things where you're running away from an explosion and
0: the floor is coming out from below.
3: That would be you cool guys, too,
0: but I think I'm just falling down. You guys have no idea how excited I was to <laughs> finally be able to trigger Chimera's failure.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I'm, I'm so sorry, but this is actually hilarious. Okay, so it's, it's funny. The two things that I'm giving you as options uh, are going to... Um, be kind of equivalent here for you uh you can either make a hull save to brace against the coming explosion or you can make an agility save uh to try and outrun it
3: uh i gotta go for outrunning it that's more of the action movie uh (laughs) move (laughs) (laughs) so i'll do the (laughs) agility save either way my hull is one and my agility is one so um Alright, so do I just... Uh, for save, is it a d20 plus it's just D, uh
0: I think for saves, you get to add your grit, though. So it's a d20 plus oh, grit. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, d20 plus grit plus um your value. So I think okay. plus two altogether.
3: Alright, let's see how I do. 17, that, that doesn't sound bad. Nice, you save.
1: Hooray!
0: You take <laughs> 15 explosive damage.
1: Oh, Only yep okay oh, that's that's not too bad actually
4: yeah as, that's not as you're bad, running no.
0: away the ground cracks and splits and green light shines up through it like you're running away from the opening maw of hell and <laughs> up on the ridge concern and valet are just watching you run as fast as you can to get to them and you like yeah. the the you, you have this little like quadrupedal yeah almost remember, like walker like Mac, that's just shimmying, shimmying like yeah. a spider is. Fast <laughs> as it can across the desert, and you get out of range just as the explosion just destroys the ground behind you, and the rubble gets thrown up against the back of your mech, and you're thrown clear of the explosion, not getting caught Whew. fully in it. Yeah. Uh, but as you skid to the stop, you you've lost a full structure in one go. Yes, I,
3: yes, I did. um All right. Let,
2: this let's is let's why say... I like that structures stop once you've hit the maximum mm-hmm. HP let's roll uh (laughs) yeah that's a bit of a blessing
3: there let's roll uh my structure damage um yep you're uh, down to two structure so oops so i roll a d6 and another d6 uh five for both of them So yeah,
5: Meredith's school. Before we consult her
3: again, (laughs) 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 Uh, glancing
5: blow.
0: Nice. Yeah, you got a you got a five on both, which is as best as you could do. You get glancing blow. Um, Your emergency systems kick in and stabilize your mech. However, your mech is impaired until the end of your next turn, which doesn't really matter here. You're just kind of like you're kind of like stuck there on the ground as valet and um, concern rush down from the ridge to collect you they they think you're fucked right yeah, And they're just yeah. running to try and fucked. try and salvage you they're in fact impressed with how you're <laughs> they're impressed that the director's cut did not get destroyed
3: i mean to be perfectly honest with you when you started describing how explosive the iridium alum was i was thinking it might be time for me to roll a new character <laughs> <laughs> i really thought i was about to die just then <laughs> whoa, 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 i would wait, not wait, be wait, wait, surprised wait. if you just said like you got incinerated comet. sorry Here is <laughs> the GBC then Yeah,
0: right. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll tip my hands on that. If you had failed the saving throw, you would have taken two structure all at once. So you would have been rolling three D six with only one structure left, which could have led to a uh, a. Uh your mech is damaged beyond repair, yeah, so for sure. it could have completely destroyed the director's cut, so yeah you she wouldn't you wouldn't have died you're down to two, you rolled a glancing blow, you really came out of that as best you could with how <laughs> badly those last two rolls yeah. went
3: <laughs> yeah that 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 one's going in the next movie yeah, take note of that
0: uh, but uh. on the plus side, uh, you have completely destroyed squad four,
2: woo. Nice. I mean, I know earlier and, I asked how many cities we had left to blow up. I didn't think this included. This was included in that list.
3: <laughs> hey, whatever works. <laughs> well, and, and we got a little information. It, it, it's not as much as maybe I had hoped to originally get, but um, well, I think uh, anything there, is better than nothing.
0: So we can actually examine that as you get back from your sortie. So... um. This is That's happening. true. I
3: recorded all their conversations. Yes. Tonight.
0: So this is this is hap This this uh, run up is going to continue over days. By the time you get back from this action with concern and valet, we can assume that Rock has also gotten back from the city. Um, you guys kind of can all. Uh, buddy back up once you get to the mining camp and plan for what else you want to do, as well as uh, you can in character have conversations with anyone, make plans, assist each other for your upcoming roles, um, you know, kind of discuss what's the most effective thing to do next. So um, you've come back from your mission and Rock has come back from his. You're all at the mining camp and now you can <laughs> kind of share information freely. So feel free.
3: Um, but by the way, when you take. um uh, when I took 15 explosive damage, uh, I can't remember. Does that damage roll into my HP after I take a structure? No, no, no. OK, so I'm at full HP.
0: You're at. you should be at 11 out of 11 with two structure left.
3: OK, yep. That's, that's what I why got. structure is so good.
2: Yeah, because once you hit zero, any extra damage you would take stops unless unless there's some mechanic that pushes it over i think
0: i think i think you can choose to play with or without that um i choose to play that the the taking a severe hit lowers you by one structure um but i'm sure other i'm sure other yeah. game masters roll the damage over i just prefer I, I honestly it this way, prefer it this way. It, it's fun it, because it's not how other systems do things and i think that's cool
5: yeah, yeah i personally would rather just not get hit hey First, you I mean, guys I mean, like, it's the best
4: way to avoid ideal, yeah, you guys but,
0: you know. are, the, uh, are the team of big brain plans today let's attack them and not lose let's not get hit <laughs> I mean I don't know how how they could hope to beat you
2: alright well, yeah. unfortunately the last two people are the people who get hit every single time by everything so uh, there's your
0: problem <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, uh, Astro rolls back into mining camp with uh, Concern and Valet. Um, His mech is smoking and charred um, (laughs)
3: as it hobbles in. I'll ask uh, Concern and Valet. I don't suppose either of you were filming that when that happened. (laughs) That would be so good for my sizzle reel. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh no uh, i'm sorry i didn't i didn't think to to activate uh video recording sorry
3: yeah I, I I mean why would you but damn my agent would love that anywho who is your agent i actually did write down we have agent. a name for him yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. a very
5: stressed out person right now who can't find <laughs> I, I would think so
3: <laughs>
1: uh, Evelyn just kind of looks at one takes one look at the mac and says like I I I want a raise.
5: <laughs> Where the fuck is Astro? I can't find him anywhere.
3: <laughs> He's had three interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I forgot to left leave my agent a voicemail. Hey, I'm gonna go be a mercenary for a bit. Be back later. Um, not just a mercenary. Uh, <laughs> You're
0: on the planet. Equivalent of a black site that no one knows yeah. exists
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Sounds about right it's called method acting. look it up um, <laughs> all right so once once we all get back um together i'm going to uh I'm going to relay all like i'm gonna send a data dump to all the other all my other teammates um and I'll say we should we should look through some of this, um, see if there's anything useful uh, we can glean from this information.
0: Yeah, you um, you succeeded so well on hacking their systems that um, you basically were able to make uh, just kind of a, a, a complete image of their whole system at the time you broke in. Um, so anything that was saved locally for them is accessible. Um, you, you basically downloaded like a copy of their whole system. Um, That's great. so, uh, you, narratively, that means you guys can ask me if you're looking for something specific, if it's there and we'll find out, <laughs>
3: um, what oh, kind of, what, what kind of mechs did they have? Like what license level? And, um, oh yes. So, um, remember license level is a construct
0: it's kind of a game turn it's like in the way in other games you don't know what level you are you just know you've gotten stronger like license level in my world isn't a thing it's but what you can tell is there's every manticorp entry that you have like statistics and data on is significantly well more well equipped than you are like if you all are tier one they are tier two
3: okay (laughs) um let me think what what other questions i had about them um and uh uh they were you said like a search and uh search and rescue squad
0: well you just destroyed squad four um they are scouts and recovery experts You also, uh, now that you can cross reference the data, um, you find out that the squad that was destroyed in the city was squad five, um, that were battlefield techs and engineers.
3: Do um, the (laughs) other squads have. uh, Do we have information about the other squads, like what their goals are?
0: Uh, Not goals, but I can tell you what their specialties are. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there are five squads. You know, four and five are destroyed. Squad one is run by Melissa Buzz Honora. Um, their squad is uh, detection and drone specialists. Squad 2 is run by Mockingbird Bingo Plant. Um, they are aerial and speed specialists. Um, squad 3 is run by Tomo Venetia Sues. Um, they are interdiction and system specialists.
3: Okay those That's are the remaining
0: 3 lancer squads. Remember there are other mechs that are just kind of like support mechs, but they are the equivalent of like infantry. Like yeah. if if they are all tier 2 compared to your tier 1, the infantry ones are tier 0.
3: Gotcha. Um what, so What is so we introduction? Got, Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. What is introduction?
0: uh interdiction means um to interrupt um like an interdiction ship would be one that would stop your ship from being able to go into hyperspace or uh. would blow out your engines so you can't go anywhere interdiction basically means to interrupt or disrupt
3: yeah um uh yeah so 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 basically they're they're kind of like the hacky uh squad maybe um uh, and we had the aerial and um, detection squad. <coughs> and then the um,
0: you have detection and drone and aerial and, and s- drone, excuse and me, speed, aerial and speed. Yes.
3: All right. So so we could probably assume that, um, oh, that also,
0: you know, that above those five squad leaders, there is a person named Sel De Schulmeester. Uh, that is the wave commander. That is the person in f- charge of the five land squads and the and the eight troop squads. And then above him is Keto Armbar. That's the commander who left the message from the flagship. So gotcha. there's five squad leaders above them is the wave commander. And above him is the is the flagship commander.
3: Gotcha. All right. Well, I'll, I'll say to the others, we could probably assume that first squad is going to be the one trying to find uh, our hideout. Say so the drone and detection squad. Checks I wonder out. if there's a way we can <laughs> try to impair them in some way, to slow them down.
2: Here's a question. Do we know from the data they gave how many drones they had to begin with?
0: Um, the drone data, it doesn't seem like squad four had a lot of personal information on squad one. Um, what you can tell is, um, squad one is positioned as kind of, um, it's almost like marked out, uh, as almost like squad leader among squad leaders, right? Um, king of kings right like (laughs) like among the squad leaders uh melissa buzz honora is is somehow marked out from the rest in some way um you don't know by the way if that means her squad is in charge of the other ones if her squad is better than the other ones or if her squad is just different in some way than the other squads
3: they're the cool kids
0: but they are marked out from the other four squads in terms of command structure. Uh, it's it's weird. It almost seems like Melissa reports more directly to Keto Armbar than she does to Sel de Schulmeester.
3: Okay. Kito is the flagship guy?
0: Kito Armbar is the old man fleet commander yeah, who okay. uh, did the intimidating message when the ship first arrived.
3: Okay, so it's almost like she reports like she skips ahead to who she reports yeah, to. Yeah, the
0: command structure is is odd around that. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Yeah, I I I'm just taking a guess, but I'm thinking that squad 1 is probably the one that's <coughs> going to try to try to um find find us. Hmm.
2: Well, wonder, from what wonder- I understand from when Rock was in the city, they did send drones down originally, and it wasn't until they thought they were cleared that they sent out the first Lancer group,
5: right? I have no idea of knowing if those drones are all that they have or not, but...
2: I find it unlikely, but I suppose that was the safest play for them.
0: I suppose so. Uh, every uh, got- one of the drones was about the size of a of a car.
2: Oh good. Huh. We have flying cars now. Yeah. I, I I got a <laughs> question. A small Not car, like, like,
0: like a mini, but car size nonetheless.
2: <laughs> I got
1: a question. Do we know anything else about this lack of a better name, armor?
0: Oh yeah. So there oh, is another question. entry aside from all the other ground forces. There's the Lance Squads, the the support mechs, and the troop squads, but aside it is just in all capital letters. A R M O R Armor.
3: That seems scary.
1: I'm guessing that's the grand finale, but like it'd be great we knew more.
3: Might be some top secret weapon they've been developing. Now, all I have here is the name. Armor.
1: A really massive operating robot. I don't know.
2: So A is just is an acronym for A? <laughs>
3: I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> Look, you come up with an armor. acronym in, in five seconds. Armored
0: something something something.
3: <laughs> it's a recursive uh, yeah. acronym. Yeah. Armor stands for armor.
2: <laughs> Got it. Okay.
3: <laughs> um. So, what do you, what do you guys think? Any any ideas? Any plans? <laughs> Now that we have this data, how can we well, slow them down? Well, we we got
1: another nuke, I guess, with this iridium. Maybe yeah, not but, not as large, but it's something.
3: Yeah. Do, um. Do we have a better idea of the yield of iridium now that we've you seen it sure in action? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, can I can, can we calculate with the iridium we have, like how? Th- what kind of yield it has here's the thing you don't have much yeah
0: you have like uh a chunk that chuck came back with
3: part of the reason it was so explosive is there's so much of it and it just kind of cascades
0: and when rock set up his explosive in the reactor he set off like a bunch of different areas worth of iridium (laughs) to all go off at the same time as the as the energy plant melted down basically so it was kind of like um an explosive booster so to speak um I mean, uh, you can make an educated guess as to how much explosive you could get out of, like... A, remember, what you have is unprocessed iridium. Um, uh. So so let me put it this way. The stuff that was on the power plant was processed iridium. The stuff that was in the mine is unprocessed, but there was so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> you You've <laughs> probably maybe damage the crust of the planet in that part of this planet. (laughs) Um, But the amount you have here is unprocessed and is like a human torso's size worth of uh, iridium. Okay. If you had to guess uh, Chimera now, after reevaluating how much the yield (laughs) of this is, it'd probably be good enough for like... A moderate to high yield grenade worth of iridium. Okay, yeah, I, I was beginning to suspect that. Uh, I'm, and by grenade I mean a mech grenade, not like a, yeah, a human yeah. grenade.
1: No, I, I get, it, I get it. Yeah. The reason I'm beca- one thing that kind of you know runs through my brain is like, I wonder if they have any if there was like a way to make them like a little more jumpy to iridium explosions. I mean, we literally killed two of their lance groups with. Reading explosions but i'm not exactly sure what that would give us you know uh
0: well, I, well um, maybe
1: maybe file that under options
0: i guess concern will approach and uh as you guys are kind of discussing strategy he'll say well regardless of how this all comes out we've destroyed half the city we've taken out the power plant and we've destroyed their mining operations we've dealt a heavy hit to them regardless well, of we- what happens next
3: it's good. And we uh, they're probably um, at least be more cautious, uh, which, you know, can only help us the longer, the longer we can hold out, the better. Um, Absolutely.
0: As long as we can keep them away long enough to load all the people in. Charge up the the ship and get our escape onto the ship so we can leave with it. Then we're good. We don't need to win here. We just need to bloody their nose and get out alive.
3: All right. That seems doable. I'd say
2: we've already, uh, I'd say their nose is already bleeding quite a bit. Let's just hope that didn't piss them off that much. Although I'm afraid it probably did. I,
3: I would bet money on that. Let's see if we can't break their nose, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay and enough nose analogy let's come up with a plan already that's a low on, that was a low on the nose you're right oh uh, uh, I gotta give you that one I, that's something I would do uh.
0: you can see you can see <laughs> valet just shake his head silently
1: <laughs> look you're, you're really starting to blow it
3: oh okay <laughs> Uh, all right. So, uh, wh- so this is think? this is
0: kind of in between operations. If you want, you can take time to repair your mechs. Do anything you would normally do um, during downtime. Um, remember, you can't get any more repair charges right now because you. Your your there's no supplies left. All of them have been used. Um yep. but if you want to use any repair cap you have to to heal or move things around or whatever, you can do that in between these sorties.
3: Good to know. Let me let me see. Do I have repair
0: <laughs> left? Check. Uh, I think you uh-huh. have four repair cap yeah, left. Pretty
3: well said. Oh yeah, I have a lot. Nice. Um it takes, you're you're it the takes... one
0: who's like Taken the least repair of everyone
2: yeah. it's two repair cap to just to restore a full structure
0: yeah, uh, now that you're not in a GMS mech anymore, it takes two repair cap to get one structure back
3: okay I refresh my comcon and it put me back to three structure for some reason.
0: yeah, you should be two structure, eleven health, four stress, and uh zero heat and four repair cap uh, based off yeah, of how I'm tracking you.
3: That's what I have now, too. Alright, cool, All right. then you're yeah, updated. I'll, I'll use my uh, two repair to regain a structure.
0: Alright, so you go down to two repair cap, and you gain back that structure you lost.
3: Alright. Anyone else want to do anything?
2: Not uh, me. Um, during the downtime, Dine kind of wants to um, research the land around what we, like, the area around that we... uh now basically have to survive in what he's looking for is do are there any sonic resonators outside of the city that we know of
0: yes um they were the ones uh that uh were set up uh originally to protect the mining camp um they have run out of energy Uh, remember that energy is detectable if any of those turn on they're like writing a beacon fire
2: i am aware okay is there a way so basically dine is going to look into a way to get that turned on okay one of them
0: if you if you have an energy source to power one you can absolutely turn one on uh between i think rock is the one who learns about how they work um you can and and a power source you'll be able to activate any sonic resonator you find
2: Okay, the problem is the power source, I guess. As long as yeah, you have a power you...
0: source, you know, you as a group collectively now know enough about
3: yeah. Sonic Resonators
0: to get them online.
3: I mean, each of us carry a power source.
1: Well, then we don't have a Mac if we use that.
3: <laughs> Just saying.
1: I mean, I feel like there's got to be enough resources in the camp to like fashion some sort of power source. Even if, it, like, how long do you think you need it to be running?
2: Just yeah. enough just long enough for them to uh come check it out. Not very long. Okay. We
3: can ask uh if they have a, some sort of generator or something we can use. Yeah, it seems like a fair question. Okay. That's
0: good. Um yeah, so uh you guys uh find Joyce um and she is in the middle of it with trying to like take care of other things. Um so what she does uh is she refers you uh, on two, he's in my notes. He exists. Hold, please. <laughs>
1: uh, is it? Is it the um, peak binder?
0: Peak Binder. Ah. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so, uh, what she explains to you is that Peak Binder was the kind of lead of the mining camp before it got <coughs> taken over to use as kind of a refugee camp. Um, so, he is the one who knows the mining camp better than anyone else. So, he is who you would want to talk to. Um, he is also in the command center. So, um, he will meet you kind of in that meeting room you guys were in before. Uh, he is taking care of just some like admin things like making sure that um, he's he's trying as much as he can to help out uh, taking like inventory and doing things like that so that he can keep Rejoice up to date on like what their supplies are like.
4: A
3: good man.
2: Makes sense. Um, And I would explain to him that I need just a a. Maybe a generator or a temporary power source for a uh, a sonic resonator. Something that will get it up and running long enough for them to notice and come investigate.
0: RTG you uh he's sitting there with his pipe you see steam coming out of the end of his pipe he thinks a little bit he tips his pipe back a little bit and you hear him drinking something uh and he's he right he's a his- weird pipe <laughs> did we ever find out what that was <laughs> nope uh he pulls the pipe away from his mouth he goes oh yeah huh a generator yeah uh, we got one of those um needs to work uh just a little bit uh i'm sure uh sure we got enough energy left here in the uh in the camp that uh you can get that up and running sure it's uh it's pretty portable i think one of you could carry it out of here in one of them uh big, big old mech stompers you got
3: okay Next no stomper. problem i like that
0: name problem being um We won't have power if we need it. Uh, We only kind of got the one generator for the mining camp right now. So if we need to turn the lights back on to activate our comm systems or anything like that, uh, we won't be able to. Uh, Now, that hasn't been a problem yet because we've been going dark, trying not get detected. But uh, if we need it, it won't be there. Depends on how much you need it. I could put in a requisition to rejoice if you needs it. He puts the pipe back in his mouth and like crosses his arms.
2: Well, let's see. Hmm.
1: I assume the ships have a way of finding the camp even if there's no radio.
0: Are you there? Are you there with him?
1: Oh Uh, shoot, I'm not there. Um, The ghost of Evelyn asked this question.
2: (laughs) Evelyn's already dead. Sorry guys. We're
3: dealing with zombie Evelyn now. I mean, Chuck. If if you if you wanted yeah, everyone to come along, you you could. Yeah, any uh, of you, you
0: can be there. Yeah, let's, let's, all there. all yeah. four of you can be there planning I'm if there. you yeah. want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: let's red, let's redcon that. I'm there, and I asked that question. All right.
0: Uh, what about you, Rock? Are you the only one not present, or are you coming too? Uh,
5: I mean, I, I I'll go where the group is. Cool.
3: This all right. So all, right. all of us. So what did you ask, everyone? Uh, I guess this is an obvious question
1: of like. Is there anything that absolutely requires us to have a generator? Like when the dropships actually show up, do they need like a radio to like find us or do they already know where to show up?
0: Oh, boy, I don't know. Uh, that sounds like uh, something, uh, something uh, Casper would know. He's the one who's uh, coordinating the escape for us. Uh, he hasn't said anything about needing it.
3: He's like, that's way above my pay grade.
0: <laughs> As he answers, <laughs> he takes out a little handheld torch, like one of those little like like butane torches next to him, fires it along the bottom of his pipe until you see the brass at the bottom of his pipe start to glow. And then he turns off the, the torch and then sets it down next to him. And then he puts the pipe back in his mouth.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm concerned about what he's doing with that pipe but i don't know him well enough that I, to actually express concern
3: don't worry so it's, it's just cocaine <laughs> you can smoke it you can drink it you can puff it apparently it's just crack cocaine it's no no problem <laughs> yeah uh, maybe we should talk to casper before we take out our escape plan yeah, and maybe we can uh, figure out um, a, a time where it would be missed like the least in the mining camp. Um, yeah, like we because can coordinate if, if a good that's time the case, that.
2: I wouldn't mind delaying my, my plan a little bit. Um, because my plan involves using the, the Sonic Resonator as a way to draw some of their forces into a trap. Oh, maybe okay. A hopeful trap uh would we'll this involve the fauna then i guess to some degree to some degree yeah and maybe some other environmental hazards there's fire involved there's fire involved isn't there what do you think my mech is named the prometheus of course there's fire involved <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was about the... I was just trying to think of a
1: god that wasn't um prometheus just the screw of you <laughs>
2: <laughs> apollo i mean my, Neptune, i have the apollo Neptune. system inso- installed it's in my Mac. there is going to be fire <laughs> um okay so i would go go to casper and ask him about um ask him about um how necessary the communications are for the dropship uh
0: i mean it's really would only be necessary in case of an emergency um I mean, if you think we're going to get some mileage out of using it, we could probably use every advantage we can eke out. I wouldn't mind you taking it if you got a good idea. Just keep in mind, we won't have it around if we need it later.
2: Yeah, I know. That's why it's, this is all we've got. It may be what, what I have to use. Um, I don't know, Evelyn. Do you have any uh, plans you wanted to try before we follow this route? honestly i
1: was that was sort of what i was thinking like I, I was originally thinking about um you know seeing what information what kind of intel we could get on the um on on you know manacorp but i think um astro got basically everything we're gonna get that's like i was gonna do something with the um do something with the drop ship, but I mean, honestly, yeah, I don't think it's worth it at this point, so I was thinking about Fauna as well. I mean, if anything, I think we better just put our heads together to try to come up with two diverse plans.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you guys can do this as kind of a combination action, if you want. If you have, like, a single good plan that you want to work on together, you can do that. That's what I'm think. thinking,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's much it would be great to, like, eliminate... Two, this this is this is speaking out of the character. Um, as much as it would be able to eliminate two Lance groups and only have to do a one at the end. I feel like let's try to at least, like, do like let's, let's, let's get some sure shots in so we can at least ensure it'll be two
2: or limit whatever happens. Yeah. yeah. The question is which of the three will come? I have my suspicions on which ones, but we will find out.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, but let's go um, do some other stuff. Yeah.
0: All right, so tell me the setup. What are you guys doing?
2: So Dine is looking for a sonic resonator that is in a relatively mountainous area. Mm -hmm. And once the generator is hooked up, um, do we have any, just as a general question, any explosives? Actually, you know what? We have the the, uh, Iridium. Yeah, it was, um, it's,
4: we, Well,
0: you have the iridium, which is the equivalent of, like, a grenade. Um, you guys also have all those mines you salvage from the mine layer.
2: That is true. Um, oh, we still have those? Great. Yes.
0: Yeah, they Dude. haven't been used yet.
2: So what Dine wants to do is to get the generator hooked up and then to have mines laid around the area, as well as to basically have the... Iridium bomb rigged near the um, near the sonic resonator, but covered kind of. I mean, it's a desert, so it's not going to be that hard to put some sand around it. OK, uh, it,
0: it's it's <laughs> it's desert to, to, to step, right? Like there, it's like a step region. So there's right. there's hard ground as well. Um, the The main thing is that foliage is sparse, right? It is mostly right. earth and rock.
2: Right. But to to cover it in a way that doesn't look like, you know, um, inconspicuous.
0: Oh, Okay, So uh, it sounds like you guys are doing a variety of setups to basically set uh, various traps for the mine and the explosive. So you can go ahead and make me a pilot check for that uh, and tell me what you trigger. Okay. Uh, the the disadvantage will be that the le- the group sent to investigate will be far more wary of what's happening here if you fail.
2: Okay. So, uh, um, I can do see.
1: the I can do a hacker fix roll on like you know making the iridium bomb or um actually that seems like the most logical thing to tackle first.
2: Okay. Uh, given my yeah
1: given my track record with iridium what's the worst that can happen
0: uh now chimera let me just say uh hacker fix uh repairs a device or faulty system or hack it open disable or sabotage it doesn't really help you if you're trying to hide explosives
1: oh i was thinking about creating the um explosive but yeah that's not that's not really breaking anything um
2: I mean, if we're if we're going as far as hiding, um, I would imagine uh, stay cool because I'm hiding a freaking bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can um, I have to stay cool.
0: Um, what I will say is Chimera that you have a conditional trigger that you uh, were rewarded with in a previous mission that would be applicable to this as well with the distraction with gadgets distraction with gadgets yeah um it assumes that you can make distracting gadgets right so if bomb is distracting yeah uh i would i would situationally apply it to this role okay so if you want to if you want to take the lead on this role i would like you use that skill trigger
2: all right
1: so that's a d20 plus two
2: can I, I? I don't know if I'm yeah. able to aid in this role. Would that give him accuracy?
0: Yeah. Was yeah. If uh, if uh, Orion is aiding you in the role, I will grant you accuracy since you're working together.
2: Yep. 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 I am going to be aiding this role with because uh, I not only have stay cool, um, but also I imagine spot would be appropriate in, in this case because it'll allow me to. Um, Basically, to identify the optimum place to put it, as well as to um, know places where not to put it. Or would that be investigate? Uh, Investigate is studying something in great detail. I think spot would be more appropriate.
0: Okay, Uh, just go ahead and roll a d20 plus whatever your spot ability is. And then on a success, he gets an accuracy. On a failure, he doesn't.
4: And then
2: one d six eleven.
0: Uh What did you get the accuracy from?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Never mind. Forget that.
0: Doesn't matter. 10 still a success. Um, oh, good. So you rolled 8 plus 2. That's a success. So Chimera, uh, Dine is being sufficiently uh, assistive to help you with setting this up. So you get an accuracy to this.
1: Okay, so 1d20 plus 2 plus D d6. Oh, thank God. I got 19. 19 my, 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 total? My, okay. My rolls have never been that good. So. Okay, okay, 13
0: plus 2 plus 4 worked out in your favor. Uh, Between the two of you, you are able to hide various mines, uh, set up the explosive, kind of rig the area around the Sonic Resonator, and get the Sonic Resonator hooked up all at once. Um, It seems to you, uh, stepping back and looking at the area, uh, unless examined up close, uh, only the Sonic Resonator would be noticeable.
1: Right. Okay, Okay. that's
4: good.
2: Hmm um okay so then at this point i don't suppose we could it. It, go ahead i i I, I don't suppose we could dress
1: this up anymore but i guess a resonator powered alone is pretty suspicious
2: i mean that's kind of the point
1: yeah okay
2: the point is it's a giant beacon (laughs) um Mm -hmm. So at this point, I think that we should probably we can't turn it on remotely, can we? Uh, The generator, or is that something that we can do?
0: Uh, That is, do you have any equipment that would allow you to set up a remote activation for the? I don't uh, think so. No, then then no, unfortunately not.
2: So Dine would tell Evelyn to go and basically hide as like. The reason I chose the mountainous area is because it would give us places to hide both from what's going to be summoned from the uh the creatures as well as um the mechs, basically. Um and then he's going once Evelyn's sufficiently hidden, he's going to turn it on and retreat as well.
1: Okay, okay. yeah, let me um go hide.
0: Alright. Uh yeah, uh Evelyn gets out of dodge and um you begin like setting it up to activate. Uh, you're able to turn it on. What, what do you do afterwards?
2: Uh, after I turn it on, I retreat to a different hiding spot from Evelyn. Okay, it's still far enough away, but in the mountainous area. Uh huh. That makes me, um, not just like hidden from the front, but hidden from above as well. Since okay. we know that there's an aerial team.
0: Yep, totally. You're you're trying to get full cover as much as you can. Yep, full obstruction. Um, okay. Um, so you guys uh, kind of retreat back into the mountainous area a little bit. You find some ledge. You find some uh, some broken up ground. You're able to to get yourself out of sight from the area of the resonator. Um, what what's your goal here? What are you What are you hoping to happen?
2: When, they, when the uh, team has arrived, um, Dine basically plans on destroying the generator to force an encounter between um, the Fauna and whatever team has arrived. And based on that, he is going to take a number of actions.
0: Okay. Um, so, um, you're right. It does take uh, a little bit of time uh, because it takes some time for... Um, uh, a dispatch team to be set to investigate what you've set up here. Um, and yes, uh, a team of flight units accompanied by what appears to be a small swarm of car sized uh, kind of like triangular tubes um, flying alongside of them. It almost looks like uh, a group of mechs followed by a bunch of metal birds. Um, so it, it's like, Five mechs as well as uh a bunch of drones as far as you can tell heading this direction.
1: If I were to guess this is squad two. I mean, uh, if, you like
0: guess, if you had to guess, if you had to guess, uh this is probably squad two. The the mechs in this group are probably squad two mechs.
2: Okay. So what does squad Two do when they get here is the question.
0: Uh, They stop and start observing from the air. Um, They are kind of like hovering around. Um, They are like searching the area. The fauna in the area has started to be drawn to the resonator. Um, They aren't aggressive. That's not what the resonator does, so to speak. But it does pull them into an area. Um, And you can see they're all kind of like looking around. They see each other. They're examining the area. It's almost like they're all on like monster catnip a little bit being close to this thing. Um, they're examining the area even when they get annoyed with each other. Uh, you see various terror flies like trying to find an area to like maybe create a hive or, or an area to like con- conglomerate. Um, and then you see various nempacks like digging up area in the sand Uh, and the dirt to to not dig any tunnels yet although you know they're very capable of doing that but it's almost like they're making like areas for themselves to rest almost like big annoying cats or something they're just like digging areas in the in the sand to be more comfortable so they can spin around and sit down okay there yeah Yeah, the aerial team is observing from above um and after a little bit you see the one that's in the lead, um, the The one in the lead is uh, a different loadout than the other four and also has v- uh, very different coloring than the other four. Um, it seems to be marked from the other four aerial mechs. Uh, it makes a few motions uh, with its appendages, and you can see uh, it's probably like 15 of these drone scouts basically swarm down from where the aerial team is and they start to examine the area
1: like scanning the area, I guess? Or yes, are, um... you
0: see that they're like they they always stick together almost like a flock of birds, but they do kind of like swarm down. Uh like two will separate off a little bit, but they're all kind of like looking around the same general area as each other. Uh they're like examining uh they're they're closing in on the resonator. They're looking at the creatures, they're looking at the area nearby. From the area they came, they came from the direction of the city. You guys are hiding on the area that's away from the direction of the city. It's like they're doing a sweep. They started a little bit out from where the resonator is, and the drones are sweeping in towards the epicenter.
2: All right, and I would say that as they get closer to the sonic resonator, I would take aim with my uh, plasma rifle and just take aim where I know the iridium bomb is and fire with the intention of blowing up the bomb and the resonator, or at least. Disabling
0: the resonator. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Okay, so this isn't hull. Agility B. And I'm throwing a feat. Fine, mash dodging out. Nope. Systems. Nope. Engineering. Nope, doesn't seem like it it falls into line with one of those. Um, You're not going to miss is what I would say. Uh, It really it's almost more of a fortune kind of thing. Um, Yeah, you. Oh, this I I know what this is. Um, This isn't actually uh, your check. Um, This is an engineering check from Chimera.
4: Oh.
1: Oh, to see how good your setup was. Yeah, yeah, you hit sense.
0: everything effectively. Now, let's see how effective the explosive setup is.
1: Okay, so engineering is... Wait, that's no—that's no, that's my mech engineering.
0: Um, yes, yeah, you, you set up everything with your mech, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't even think about that.
0: This, this is all like mech-sized equipment. You wouldn't have worked on this on the ground with your hands. Yeah,
1: that's fair. Okay, um, yeah, so that's a D20 plus one
0: can't decide yeah. if I want to roll Eff- good or bad here. Effectively using your ammo, power, or other resources as engineering. So this is you using your resources. 18. 18, nice. Um, so um, the setup is effective. Um, you see the iridium alum uh, grenade essentially detonate into a small sphere of burning hot green fire. That immediately destroys the resonator and starts to set off a few of the mines nearby. As you just start to see a couple of explosions in the ground, it sends all the creatures in the area into a frenzy as soon as it happens. Uh, And the explosion, as the drones had gotten closer, takes out about five of the 15 drones. Okay. All right. Now you tell me what you want to do. Um, The area, the aerial team is examining what has happened and is is moving closer to to like now it feels like the aerial team is is kind of defensive right now. They aren't leaving, but you can tell they're on their back foot kind of like taking stock of things.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say right now we probably shouldn't engage the aerial team unless we have a really good plan because they have the um, air advantage here.
2: That is true um, do you have anything you want to do chimera
4: yeah
1: unfortunately the the things I can do are restruct- um actually no these these are all the impact things that are on the ground anyway. I was looking at some of my systems to see if anything would be useful here, but they're all ground based systems, so no, not really. I was really hoping um.
2: you're really hoping for a ground team
1: i was really hoping for a ground team
2: okay well dine has one last thing that he can do he has no idea how effective this is going to be but we're going to go with it Mm -hmm. so dine is going to wait until the aerial team is somewhat or one well several of the aerial team is going to he has no problem just sitting there and waiting and so several of the aerial team is somewhat near a uh cliffside and or mountainous region mm-hmm. and when enough of them is going to congregate he is going to activate his core power to fire his uh his big cannon
0: oh nice yeah oh, you're gonna try and gun. drop the cliff on them. that's great yeah, um, yeah
2: we talked of, about this because part of my core power uh ability is that it also gives it a uh, massive boost in uh damage to terrain
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, like normally in Lancer, uh, you can assume that a mech's weapons aren't powerful enough to break through like ship hull armor and stuff like that. Orion's core power system is like (laughs) one of those exceptions. Yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, this is going to definitely be a check. Um, this is probably an engineering check for you, Orion, um, because yeah. you need to keep your system under control as you're trying to fire it effectively. We already know you've been struggling with that since you don't have anything to kind of, like, offload the processing of it to. Right.
2: Um. Okay.
0: Now, what I am so- going to say here is this is dangerous so there will be consequences on a 10 through 20 and it's difficult so you have a minus d6 to start based off of the setup actions
4: i'm
2: aware and orion is willing to take that risk at the moment okay so it's going to be a 1d20 plus engineering minus 1d6
0: uh and then your grit gets added because oh. yeah yeah i'm going to okay. say i'm going to say it does because it's a mech thing we're we're going to have to w- We're all going to pour through grit after this and figure out how this works. Um, Plus, grit applies to the firing of weapons, and you're doing that specifically right now. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, I will say that when Dine tries to line it up, um, because his ZF4 solid core is a line weapon, if he hits something, you know, it's still going to pass through them. So if it hits them, great. If not, oh well. Yep. But... He will try to fire through all of them in his range as well as the cliff. Gotcha. Um, so let's, here we go. Let's see
0: how effective it was
2: 11. Okay, I rolled an 11 minus four. So a total of a seven. Seven. Oh, not great.
0: Damn. Okay. Still gonna
2: fire. Yeah. Okay. So, okay.
0: yeah, you got eight plus two plus one, and then minus four on the D six. So you fire your solid core, and it blasts. You try to actually line up the squad commander with your solid core, um, and you you have like uh, a, a wisp of like like success. You felt like you got them, um, and then. He's just way, way faster than you anticipated um, yeah. that it seems like uh, Bingo, who you know, is the squad leader of the aerial team um, is is incredibly fast. Um, And just like is almost able to predict your shot as soon as it's on field and just dodges out of the way. It slams into the thing behind it. The team disperses uh, as soon as that happens. Um, The the aerial team is going to hunt you guys down now. Um right. I think
2: the well are the only you, one they know about is me. Yes,
0: are you choosing to engage them in combat or are you trying to get out of here? Right now this is a 2 on 5 fight.
2: No, we will get out of here. Yeah, okay. I'm
1: I will I will cover you um obviously on our on our flight to escape, but no, I, no point in engaging at this point. Got you.
0: Um i'm going to assume that you guys get away um because uh overall uh your your stuff didn't lead to a a critical failure you but your final action didn't give you what you wanted so that ultimately your your mission didn't decrement the forces of manticorp uh, but you're not drawn into a battle here either
4: yep yep Okay.
1: okay
0: Alright, so you guys head back to base and you can debrief with the rest of your team. Um, uh, Rock and Astro, uh, you see Chimera and Orion come back to base after they left with the generator and they come back. They don't look worse for wear, um, but they, they come back uh, a little bit later that evening.
2: But hey, I dropped a bunch of rocks on all of the creatures. <laughs> yeah. Mission success. yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Well uh, at least they didn't uh they didn't get you. That's the main thing.
4: Yeah. I
2: feel but like now they just know there's at le- Well, they know they know that there's at least one mech that can fire a really big cannon. <laughs> <laughs> How often does our core powers recharge? Is it is that um per mission. Permission, permissions. Permissions? so that's it then. Yep. I was fully aware of what I was doing.
3: Hey, you gotta take the shot sometimes.
4: Uh-huh. On a success, like
0: based off of the power of that weapon, it would have been a dramatic, a dramatic success. But yeah, so
1: sometimes it doesn't work out. So just to take stock of the situation, we got we um, took out what five drones and lost one one generator. Is that that where we're at?
2: Yeah, pretty much. We took out five drones. Maybe some others may have gotten hit in the crossfire of all the chaos. Who knows what the creatures did to some of the drones?
3: Oh, so you lost you, the generator? The,
0: the the part of the reason you guys were able to get away is that the terror flies in the area were sent into a furry by the uh, destroyed um, resonator. So the yep. aerial team did have... Like, they were out in the open. They weren't hiding. When the terrorflies got angry, they attacked them. You didn't stick around long enough to see if that did anything, but it did give you a chance to escape.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep.
3: That's good. Uh, so we're down a generator. Um. I guess we just gotta hope we don't need it. I mean, I guess we could... In
1: theory, um... Plug a mech in, I mean,
3: if you had to uh yeah, yeah. I an mean, emergency, I guess that's true we Evelyn can, uh,
0: um, you know how to uh route power from a mech it it's something that you know how to do fairly easily, it's something that you've had, had to, to do. Charge them. You, it's yeah. it's something you know how you've done a fair amount of times. Uh so. in fact, um in fact, uh Orion uh has probably done that a fair amount of times in his mercenary days to like power things while he's like out and about doing like yeah. m- like exploring. Um but yeah, it's it's not hard to hook other things up to your max power.
5: It's all USB-C. <laughs> no it's it's no, no.
0: significantly easier <laughs>
1: USB D hey
5: man C is pretty easy you don't have to like flip it right yeah so it's like yeah, that's yeah. like my it's favorite so far
0: <laughs> it is uh it is easier in so much that um the uh when you when you go to plug it in it like aligns itself so you aren't like trying to put it in at an angle constantly
1: Magnets. How does that work?
0: <laughs> the future.
1: <laughs> so, as we all sit down, Evelyn kind of makes the comment saying, like, you know, like, obviously we didn't succeed as well as we did, but it kind of brings up an interesting point of like, are enemies really well suited for air combat? Because like, I feel like that's our biggest problem. Like, at least with round, you know, everyone's on the same footing.
5: Well, rock and shoot them out of the sky. I
1: suppose that's true, but.
5: I haven't installed flight boosters into my mech yet, but uh, it's something I've been looking towards. I kind of need to get used to it as it is now, but...
1: I don't know. like Something I'm kind of spitballing on, and I'm not even sure it's a good idea. I kind of want to see if we can push that fauna approach a bit further, because I think they're expecting explosions at this point. We might need to change our strategy a bit.
3: Hey, man. If explosions work, though... Look, not not.
1: I, I'm I know working you, out so far. I I realize the number of explosions per, per movie for you is probably at least two, but I I don't think explosions will solve all our problems.
3: It's not a very exciting movie if there's only two explosions.
1: Look, he, here's what I'm thinking, and I don't know. Maybe we can we can workshop this. Um, so we've had the fight the um. I guess we never have, we never really officially named the bees. I'm gonna say the, the terror bee. I guess we'll call them terror flies. And it seems like they always home in on whatever gets blasted with that gunk they shoot at, right? Like they they basically they prioritize. They're always prioritizing who they're gonna attack based on who has the gunk,
5: right? Uh, I I I guess so. I never really thought about that. Yeah, you've been hit by it more than any of us. So
1: yes, do you- we don't need to talk about that.
5: <laughs> just meant that you would know better but
1: <laughs> I, I definitely recall that being the case because like I remember like w- early on when I was rushing in all the time they always like I'd get sprayed and then all of them were like oh whoa, whoa, what is this I gotta go over there and check it out like the obvious thing would be to like you know lure them to like lure a ants group to a nest of course you know the suit so- the, the, the the nuts part of that is like we got to get next to a nest. Um, uh,
5: how far did our um, sensor scans go when we uh, searched the tunnels on the ground? <laughs> did it go far enough that we would know like some nests that are further outside the city or was it just centralized in the city
0: area it was centralized in the city areas um, the, the nests are all new you you could tell based off of like that's one of the things that Torse gave you info on after she ran the scans with the things you guys planted is that they were all new burrows and nests in so much <laughs> that none of them are they're, most of them are pretty shallow and not very complicated that's why most of the tunnels go down a little bit and then just stop it's not like there was a, a network of tunnels beneath the city so much as there were a lot of shallow tunnels beneath the city
1: hmm. of course the million dollar question is how do we get them to a nest I mean honestly the great, the best thing would be to like bring them to us like at the final battle like you know bring them to a battle but obviously we can't do that so we bring the battle to them
4: uh evelyn we... the
2: terror fly tamer i mean yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad
1: i mean you could, it's a nice ring to it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i don't know like <sighs>
4: there's not really this, a lot of
5: use the... in hiding our presence at this point they know we're here now. Yeah. so uh we could also use that to our advantage uh try to negotiate them with some of the captives that we have offer a trade
3: that's true. Even if, uh, even if only to to delay them.
5: Uh, and and I just want to correct what I'm saying here now. I, I don't actually plan on offering them, at least not you know easily. But if we you know tell them a point a point that we can meet them at for the trade, and then set the tariff flies loose. Uh, I assume you want to try to get use of their vial or whatever they shoot and put it yeah.
1: on them i don't know like maybe, maybe like i can make like a i don't know like a water balloon of some sort and just <laughs> a water. Balloon. look okay look, look, i'm working on it i'm piecing this together you know just like like if you had like a super so- just you know bear with the analogy for a minute to say like you know like if you had like a super soaker or, like something to just spray them with the um the gunk of course that, that doesn't even talk about how you can get the gunk you know
5: uh, well, there are terrorfly corpses all over the place in different areas that we fought them in, but we also could just go out and I can Harvest. shoot them from pretty far away. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, we we could do that. So okay, so we we get the gunk. We um we well, we negotiate. We set this tray near a nest. Hopefully, they don't catch on to that detail.
2: Do get... they know where all the, the nests are located? Oh, nope. we wouldn't know that, would we?
4: Hey, I...
5: no, we don't. But there's any way we could figure it out. I mean, hmm. when you guys use these the resonators in the mountain, could you tell a direction that Sarah flies came from?
2: uh was i assume thought. what we would do we know which yeah. direction they came from oh voice from the sky
0: yeah uh it seemed that they had burrows inside the mountain um so they came down from various ledges along the mountain sides
5: they seem less colonized so much as just spread out everywhere wherever they're at
0: um from what you guys seen they kind of do the whole thing like like wasp nests they, they. It seems like there's a bunch of wasp nests up in the mountains that they come out
3: of. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
3: <laughs> Huge wasp nest.
4: <laughs> what a nightmare!
3: <laughs> I mean, we could try that. Um, I mean, we, we don't have, we don't have,
1: we don't have to do this plan. I mean, I'm literally just, you know, spitballing here.
3: I like
5: the ideas I had.
3: I like the idea. I just uh, the other thing we might want to consider is just hunkering down here and trying to make our position as defensible as possible.
2: I suppose that's an option too. Well, that's something that we could be doing with, while we're doing dealing with another plan. We still ne- I still think we need to slow them down, even if a little bit.
1: How much how suicidal would it be that just um set up a sonic resonator in the middle of our camp and then when we start getting attacked we just turn it on
2: uh well there's a problem we have With no power. generator <laughs> it's kind of blown up at the moment
1: yeah uh, we just we hook up Astra up he's got to hook... I'm uh, really I'm, I'm really leaning into the idea of using Nexus batteries now I'm I'm probably going to regret this but I'm, I think that is an option here <laughs>
3: I mean, that's something I feel like we should only do in an emergency because that mech won't be uh, useful anymore, except as a generator. Yeah, that's fair. So we'd be down a mech.
2: Yeah, and it's not like if we're trying to escape, we would be able to just unhook them. True. It's not like it's just an extension cord. Or is it? Probably not. Well, what if we got a, a bunch of... Like,
1: what if we got a so, bunch of hamster wheels? No, <laughs> no, 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 no! Please don't, please don't take me seriously.
2: You've on <laughs> these hamster wheels, Evelyn.
1: <laughs> we got, we got a few days.
2: Oh man.
1: Okay, yeah. So no. Okay, scratch that then. Um, but no, I that might be an option. Like, we definitely should like start defending the base a little bit. Like, in the very least, like yeah we, we gotta have, we gotta have some amount of turrets right like those gotta be this gotta count for something
5: dine you sorry i am maybe going off topic here but how versed are you in exo exobiology
2: uh only as much as i've experienced if i need to know it then i'll learn it it's not something i've sought myself
5: I just, I keep coming back to Chimera's idea from before. I think it's a good one. I was hoping that we could somehow, you know, amplify the effect that this goo has. I assume it's pheromone-based? Yeah. I shrug.
1: sounds That sounds, sounds plausible.
5: If it was something that we can weaponize here on this planet, it'd be helpful.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm not all, It's not just the pheromones. Also, don't forget that uh, when Chimera and I experienced it, it completely disabled our mechs' armor. It yeah, it that's right. Shredded. Very susceptible to uh, just being sliced right through.
3: That's a very good point.
1: Also, I, th- I think I figured out a way. I think I just figured out a way to get it on the mechs. I mean, could we just make ammo that happens to have it in the, the bullet?
4: Like, and could Michelle? we?
1: That's I mean, what I'm saying, like, make the shell, it, instead of like replacing the shell like inter- explosive, just put um, gunk in I it. Because like, we don't have to do damage, we just gotta get the gunk on them.
5: I can guarantee you it would reduce the effectiveness of the ammo. Oh, sure, to, yeah. Maybe to the point where it wouldn't even do anything, but...
1: The point is just to get it from point A to point B. The, the amount of damage is not as important here.
5: Uh, the thing is, when, when you got hit with it, it was larger amounts than could be held in a shell from a gun. So if we're not amplifying the effect, and this is of course assuming that whatever is causing it to react with the other terrorflies isn't going to be destroyed in the heat of the gunshot. True. You know.
1: Maybe, maybe we could just make a giant slingshot.
5: I, <laughs> Do that thing where I like raise a finger like I'm about to say something, and then just curl it and lower no, like no, okay, I don't okay, I don't okay, have okay. anything else to say to well, this. Like it out, yeah, out of
1: character. This is a Star Trek analogy. Okay, I'm not saying literal. I'm not literally saying getting some elastic and um. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> You're like, like maybe if we use uh, the planet's gravitational pull just like a slingshot. <laughs>
1: there you go. Thank you. You, you get it, Todd. Like. Uh, <laughs> Like what? Like what if we what if we use mag? What if we use magnets to launch it? There you go.
3: Um,
1: uh, but but gun? it's the concept of like having a container with gunk and then using momentum to push it. And I I can maybe we can figure something out in the next few days on how that would work. Like something that we can aim is the the main goal here.
2: A catapult, a trebuchet.
1: Yeah, that would work too. <laughs> I don't
2: um, know. <laughs> Even in this far flung future. We must rely on the classics.
3: Uh, couldn't we? What about? We can't fight them, Captain. They have trebuchets. <laughs> I don't know if you
0: guys are aware of this. There's like some sort of like contingent of people online who. Uh at every possible opportunity argue for the effectiveness oh, yeah. and power of the trebuchet. Over yeah,
1: like, one of the greatest cult.
5: war weapons of our time. Yeah. In, in if, history. Yes, this is true.
1: So so what you're saying is you need to link this in Discord. Uh, it's just like uh, I mean, if you
0: if you mention like catapults yeah if you uh, yeah. if you talk about catapults or slings or something these people will show up and explain to you how much better a trebuchet is
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah i'm with them I'm, i i mean i'm not arguing that like the trebuchet is more powerful but isn't there something to be said to the setup time of a catapult versus a trebuchet and the mobility
1: we're not, we're not having this conversation, Makes more Todd. versatile.
5: <laughs> and thus began the video with the most <laughs> dislikes we've ever had.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Todd. I'm just saying, like, maybe there's situations where one's better than the other.
4: Pretty
2: sure in the middle of war, they don't have time to debate that point
3: exactly which is why you need the catapult you have no time to set up a trebuchet <laughs> oh wait wait i, I got it got,
1: okay moving on what about um <sighs> okay this is out of characters so i'm not even sure how this would translate to our times but like a paint the equivalent of like a paintball gun
4: uh, i mean well, that would just
0: that... <laughs> you would have to make hardened like hardened shells that you could yeah you would, yeah, well, need, you it, would it, need some sort of hardened container that would break upon contact, and a way to propel it. That's not—it's not, not very At different all? than what you're already suggesting, truthfully.
5: Uh, you're okay. basically saying, "Can we use an air cannon?" Yeah, th- that's where I'm going. Asking. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. What, what about can, can we just set up um, uh, some mines that? I imagine
0: that this is happening while you all are like having drinks after like a, yeah. Yeah. you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. chimera I slept, and by the way right <laughs> oh god yeah no it's been it's okay. been days since your mission okay like, okay. like okay, we're, okay. we're 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 like four days in you have maybe like two three days left until you're leaving so. Like you guys are coming down to it. You've held them off. You haven't been discovered. You've done some significant damage to them. Uh, Chimera and Orion got back today. Their mission didn't go with too much success, but they didn't get hurt in the process. So they got back and now you guys are kind of having a powwow that night, probably over drinks. It's late. It's dark. Uh, You know, the whole mining camp is just dark because there's no power, right? None of the lights are on, but you guys are just like all sitting around a table in the starlight with a couple of drinks and, like, going over strategy.
4: Yeah.
2: Maybe, Day maybe one, we maybe... blew up the city. Day two, <laughs> we blew up the mine. Day three, we blew up a sonic resonator. Day four, terror, terror flight gunk. <laughs> they're going to start sending bomb
5: crews into wherever they're investigating next. <laughs> yeah, they,
4: yeah they
2: like... right? It's
0: too bad that you guys destroyed them in the mine because that was their <laughs> anti-bomb team.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 we saved the biggest bomb for them of all. Yeah, like like
0: literally the scout and recovery experts are literally like the bomb defusal squad as well. So, <laughs>
1: look, they they died as they lived. Yeah. Um okay, maybe we we can let's let's circle back on the um how we get the gunk on. Them. There were other details are probably more important to worry about. Like what? Uh like you know, making making the um you had mentioned something about making the base a little more defensive. Oh,
3: oh, I thought you meant about the, the your plan. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I think I'll uh, I'll see what I can do to help shore up the defenses around around the base. because um, the longer, at some point, they they will probably start find our position and start attacking, and we just have to be able to hold them off for long enough.
5: Um, what about, uh, Casper and, um, uh, what's his name?
0: Casper and Heathcote? They're, they're Heathcote. around. You can find them in the camp fairly easily. Yeah.
5: Uh, like I, I i mean i would include them in this conversation okay. right oh yeah uh, let's yeah. let's, like, let's what
0: say about say? now let's is when you over. guys yeah about now is when you see them like wandering through camp doing their like they let's say that for the last hour they were out doing rounds right they went around the camp just to make sure everything's cool and they're coming back now at the end of like this little conversation so Perfect. um uh Heathcote and Casper get back. Uh Casper just like nods to you all as they sit down. All clear. Uh everyone's shaken. Everyone's getting antsy. They all know we're getting out of here in a couple of days, but I think I think everyone's holding together.
3: That's good. Uh we we're just discussing um uh how to proceed from here well
0: uh we've done a fair amount we've messed up their operations a little bit and we could always do more i mean what have you guys come up with um best i had was the uh the ploy to kind of like lure them into the best position available based off of that data by the way um i have an idea of where we can set up shop uh as the colony ship is getting ready um I'm pretty sure I know where they're going to attack from when that happens, based off of the data we seeded them.
3: Uh, th- yeah that that's that's actually really good. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, uh, I think I think we should kind of prepare for that and and shore up our defenses, uh, in that area so we're fighting on our own turf. Um, I'm happy to help you with that.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. I'd welcome the help. Um, We don't want to make it too obvious um, that they can detect from a distance. Remember, the intel we gave them suggested that this was one of the weakest areas of our defense. We want it to be a surprise when they get there and start shooting them.
3: Makes sense. Um, Evelyn had an idea you want to share?
0: Yeah,
1: so I was sort of thinking about that air... um, squad that we were dealing with and i was thinking yeah was the best sorry to, to hear about
0: that i oh i was hoping that we could get a little bit more out of them too bad uh too bad yeah. it didn't work out
1: what i was thinking was if we can harness <laughs> oh, okay i came very close to saying i mean not sound scientific but we should we should consult the fairies to help us um no uh we should um if we could like take advantage of the terror flies like, one thing that we know for sure, sh- well, I don't know for certain, but I have a pretty strong hunch they follow the um, gunk they spray on their victims. So if we could get that gunk and, like, I don't know, shoot it or catapult the gunk onto them, that way we could get the terror fries to, like, keep their numbers busy. Mm-hmm. What, we were kind of arguing you know, how to actually get the gunk on there, like, you know, whatever we just, like, shoot out of a catapult mm. or spray them, you know?
0: Well, why don't we set it up as traps then? If we if we can't launch it at them or hit them with it, why don't we set it up in a place we know they're going to be?
3: Yeah, that's true. We could do like, that. For example, uh the pl- the place we fed to them
0: that might work. Um Remember, uh, it's not just those squads we have to worry about either. They're probably going to send their whole force against us. If we can do something with that to, I don't know, line the area of their advance, you know, clog it. Like if we're going to be screwed, if we're trying to get out of here in our ship and they're shelling us with their tanks and artillery, too. So if we know the area they're going to be marching along to get here, we can probably screw up their ground forces pretty bad if we can get a bunch of terror flies to start assaulting
4: them.
3: Yeah. That'd be perfect.
1: So it's like we need to just my get two the cents though. So we'd have to get the gunk and then get the terror flies over, which I imagine we could probably do with a resonator if we had the power for it.
0: Or, Remember, I mean, every time we light up one of those resonators, we're sending off a flare to our enemies too.
1: Well, it's
4: already
3: coming anyway.
1: There's no point. I mean, there's no harm.
3: It's a like, Is the gunk enough to attract the terror flies, maybe?
1: Unless we, like, amplify it, which I think is why we were talking to uh, Dine about that.
0: He, He sits back and, like, crosses his arms. He says, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how far away that stuff works, or if we need to set it up in an area we know they're going to be terror flies.
5: Wait, you mean you're not the exobiologist that we signed up for? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh no sorry uh Heathcote leans in and says <clears throat> from my understanding the gunk as you call it that the terror flies exude is pheromone based uh we can only rely on it in so much that it would be carried on the wind If we can get upwind from where we know a terrorfly nest is, we can probably set it up a little bit ahead of time and just cross our fingers and hope that they interrupt them on their march. He like slowly leans back out after saying this. Uh, and you can tell the whole time he's talking, um, Casper is just like locked on to him while he's talking. And then when he's done, Casper like turns back to see what you guys say.
1: I like oh, that that's... idea. We got a meteorologist around.
0: Uh, Heathcote doesn't say anything, but he just smiles a little bit.
2: You're Dine shitting, just, like, you're, licks, you're shitting it, me. Like sticks a finger up in the air, not me. uh
0: that's something we can look into uh and i will you were uh no uh and i will uh look at what we can tell from the weather patterns of the planet see if there's anything we can deduce um but i mean it's a possibility if he's willing to recommend that
3: yeah maybe we can uh, see if we can find a location that might cross with their path as they're advancing on our position all
0: right, is that what you guys want your uh final big operation to be?
5: I
1: guess so, uh, Jay. Did you have anything you were? you I think you said something about maybe having another plan?
5: Oh, you don't want my plan.
1: Okay, we do. I don't <laughs> want it then. Man, okay, now so I then. really want
0: to know the plan.
5: Yeah. That will be
1: in the uh, the extra content we have on our Patreon.
4: Do <laughs> <laughs> have a Patreon? What? No. <laughs>
0: oops i spilled the beans sorry yet um but yeah no um uh if you guys have other ideas you have approximately two days left if you spend a day setting up for something that's going to happen on the day of your exit you can get off like another big operation you you have i'm i'm gonna give you guys like one more big swing at them to try and reduce their forces before the final showdown so however you guys want to play that out you tell me what what your squad does
3: yeah i mean we could prepare by having uh someone harvest the gunk someone else can set up the traps uh um I don't know if we'd need the sonic resonator if we're just finding a location upwind of the terror flies. So we're hoping.
2: Well, we wouldn't be able to turn the sonic resonator on.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'd point. have. To, we'd have. Well, we'd have to use a a, a Mac if we really wanted to do that. But um, yeah, no, let's not. We'd be down a mech, I guess. Um. So yeah. Unless that mech
2: can re- only fo- only remaining function is I can turn on. And basically everything else is shredded.
0: <laughs> well, well, luckily, the director's cut isn't in that much damage. Uh, he did save yeah. it from that horrid
2: fate. <laughs> Otherwise, I would say, yes, you're going to be doing Just barely, that. though.
3: Just barely. OK. Yeah, so I think I... I think this is probably a, a good plan to pursue. OK. Um, and it kind of falls in line with how where, you know, like how Heathcote said we wanna or Casper, I can't remember which one, um, we wanna draw their forces to uh a defensible position.
0: As far as you're aware, Heathcote has only talked that one time since okay. the night you talked to him yeah. when he came over to visit your crew. Got it. Um, but, uh, Casper, uh, will work together with you, uh, to kind of like figure out this, this plan. So, um, we're going to run this as kind of your final mission. So give me the broad strokes. What is the
3: plan? All right. Yeah. I mean, I think one person has to collect the gunk. I think uh, that's me. That's I can do it safely. Step one. Step two is creating the traps. Uh, and setting them up in the field. Um, I don't know. Step
2: three is meteorology. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Step three, and I guess these aren't in order because uh, uh, step three can be done right away. Is is trying to find a site to. Um, set up this
0: that that i'm giving you um that is going to be the expert uh uh the expertise of heathcote um when casper comes back to you guys the next day the next morning when you guys are ready to embark on this mission he has a location sketched out on a tack map that is like if you set up the stuff here and give it 2 hours then the wind should carry it within approximately 5 hives worth of terror flies.
3: Great. Oh, I like that number. Um uh, step step 3 is and it it will draw
0: the terror flies across the ground forces hopefully if you've timed things correctly.
3: Okay yeah and I think step three would be like just have some of us line and wait, so once the terror flies start attacking uh we also attack them while they're weakened
0: so here's the thing um what the here's the thing is if you do that, then you won't be at the defense of the colony ship, okay, does that make huh. sense? like these two yeah. things yeah, are happening sense. at the same time they're marching. Like you're assuming that you can set off this trap as the ground forces. And by ground forces, I mean the troop squads, like right, the, the hundreds of soldiers with their tanks and their artillery and stuff. If you can set the TerraFly fly hives upon them, it will slow them down. They might not even reach it to you guys before you get off planet. Right. OK, like that's kind of what this plan would give you as a bonus. If you succeed is that you won't have to worry about the troop squads.
3: Okay the so yeah that makes sense. So I think the main thing is we need to collect the gunk. We have to set up uh the traps. Um and uh yeah and
0: um Alright, well let's do that then.
3: Okay.
0: Um let's zoom over to rock. Rock, it is the morning of uh, the final day before the colony ship arrives. Um, Based off of what you know, the colony ship is probably arriving either later today or sometime in the night. And all of the um, civilians are going to be loaded onto the ship. The next day, they're going to power up the ship to escape the planet's gravity pull. So you have this last day to set up before you all evacuate.
5: Okay. Um, well, I would have spent as much time as I can gathering as much of this terror fly goop as I can.
4: Perfect.
0: And how do you do that?
5: Um, I mean, going to different nests and then shooting them down from a distance is my, my thought uh, like, I wouldn't have a problem with retreating if I needed to and then coming back later.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, This will only take you time. Uh, You will need to find the hives in the mountains, um, shoot out a couple, like basically (laughs) depopulate them so that you can move on the hive itself. Um, This is not too difficult. uh, uh, And like you said, you're willing to for it to take a little bit of extra time if you have to retreat and stand back and stuff. Uh, I want you to go ahead and make me uh, an agility mech skill roll for this.
2: Uh,
0: Okay. Because this will be your your fleeing if you're discovered, you're moving in silently, you're performing fine manual dexterity. This is is all the things you need to get in and out and get the stuff.
5: Okay. Uh, No advantage, disadvantage.
0: Uh there uh unless you can come up there's no there's no problems here, so it's not difficult. Um if you can come up with any like significant reasons why you should have accuracy, I'm willing to listen. Because right now it's just uh agility plus grit.
5: Um if I'm not looking at oh plus grit too, okay.
0: Yes, Uh, because you're you're using your weapon, you're moving in your mech, I'm gonna give it to you on this.
5: Um, I would just say the infiltration skills that I have that I've been using up until now for yeah. getting away, if that's the main purpose. Absolutely.
0: I'm giving you an accuracy for your infiltration systems. Okay
5: uh so uh rolled a nine plus five plus a six on the accuracy
0: for Ooh, 10. nice got up into the crit range it does not take you long um you're able to with the final phase uh approach the hives and from a distance you see them a long way out you've you've dealt with a few of these now um and you wait, you take one out, you wait, you take one out. And after you get in on this hive, you aren't you, you don't alert the hive in taking these ones out. And the first hive you get to, you realize very quickly it's almost um, grotesque once you get close to one of these hives. It looks like uh, you, you know how gooey the alien is from Alien. Yeah, Um. That's what the inside of these hives look like with this black liquid. Like the walls are thick with it. It you won't even need to go to another hive today. You will find more than you can carry here. Oh wow. Oh.
3: Yay. I guess that, I guess that pans out. Think.
0: Yes. It is it is it is Scary here, and you have to be careful in collecting it because it is acidic. Um, it will eat through your mech's armor if you expose it for too long. Huh. Good thing you guys never fell into one of these when you were fighting in the city. Oh, yeah. Do we have a kid's like a this... bunch of
1: pitfalls full of stuff?
3: Uh, who says we can't?
0: Maybe time at this point yeah really
3: (laughs) well we have to set up some sort of trap
0: yeah whatever you guys do this is your final day to do it so all right so what do you do with the uh with what you've gathered rock
5: i bring it back to the site all right we are planning on attacking them all All right right, so so setting up the trap at least
0: totally uh you guys have uh found a position that is a um like a mile off what you know is like the main road, uh, that they're going to take in the direction of the ship when it arrives and, uh, powers up. Um, it is like an unused dirt road. It almost just looks like normal ground only because you were told it was at one time a trail. Do you even think to look at it like that? Um, but this is the most likely route, the troop squads are going to take in the direction that you know they're going to be traveling. What do you do with what you've gathered?
5: Uh, I assume someone's been setting up traps for and everything, right?
1: Yeah, I would assume so, and we probably like have collected enough information to know like where the wind's gonna blow to carry these pheromones.
3: So what kind of traps are we setting up? Like what did we say what it that looks like, Evelyn.
1: Uh, I don't think we did. So if the if the focus is pheromones, I mean, I guess we just need something that sort of just gets the stuff into the air for the pheromones to travel. So we could probably just do like some sort of like
3: Can we do like just some kind of simple like mechanical traps that like Yeah, um, yeah. They like a foot plate or something, they step down on it. Almost like a mine. Um but it's
1: Yeah, like we could do something as simple as that. Like, um, do we even need a footplate? Because if we see them coming, we could just activate it, right? Or do we need to make this like...
3: No, because we we want to. Unless someone wants to stay behind, I think we want to all be back at the base ready to defend it.
0: If one of you is this far away when that happens, you might not make it back to the ship in time to get on it when everyone leaves.
1: Okay, I was thinking like pair of binoculars, but yeah, we probably have to be physically here if we don't do a footplate. Uh yeah, no, we can um yeah, let's do a footplate then. I'm I'm sure we can figure out some spots that are um nondescript that we can set up.
5: Um And we're not bargaining with the captives either.
1: I I mean you can. I feel like that's a separate Hmm. the thing is like if we're gonna bargain with them they have to be like um at a meeting spot But if we're at a meeting spot like
5: yeah true no
1: you're right yeah either are at the base if we kind of already want them thinned out at that point or we meet somewhere else but then we have to get to the base anyway Yep. seems unlikely i mean maybe that's like a plan b type deal is like they show up at the base and are, they're ready to, like, screw us up and they'll say, like, oh, we got hostages, maybe reconsider. But I doubt they're going to care that much.
3: Okay, so, uh, like, is it possible to rig up some, a bunch of, like, mechanical devices that are almost like these gunk mines? Yeah, um, you can totally can... try. Yeah,
4: let's
1: do it.
5: Yeah, i could okay. set up like little landmines or something that just have like like the the gunk all around it, so it sprays in the air once they go off.
1: Yeah, like they could just trigger a um, like put like some sort of easily explodable casket or
3: bucket or something, and just what about, up in the air. What about a sprinkler system?
1: <laughs> we did it too? Do we got do we got sprinklers that aren't going to erode from the acidity?
0: <laughs> Unlikely.
1: <laughs> but I, thought, uh, I thought it was a standard of every mind. Every mind. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Um, well, yeah. I mean, Chimera, you tell me what you're setting up and you what you wanted to do, and I'll have you make the appropriate roll.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll um. Maybe what I'll do is I'll coordinate with. I guess anyone who wants to help to like dig some holes to set up some plates, and then we'll run we'll run some lines to a space like maybe even a little higher elevation, such that um. The wind will carry it at the desired time. I mean, um,
3: uh, could I could I um, try to analyze the terrain and uh, determine the best spots to place the traps?
1: That was going to be my next question. Yeah, thank you.
0: Uh, I'll allow that to be an assist to assist Chimera. Uh, you will need to make a roll, a pilot check, to determine the best place to place them. And if you succeed, Chimera will gain accuracy.
3: Um okay let me uh let me see um uh could i do investigate for that yeah
0: i'll accept investigate for that
3: totally all right let's roll that up Uh, okay take the difficulty off (laughs) uh investigate i rolled a 12 12 okay great
0: Yeah, um uh Chimera mm-hmm. uh Comet with his detection systems has uh laid out kind of like a little net for you uh on on your TAC map that looks like a, a good dispersion worth of uh like setting things up. You just need to tell me what kind of traps you're setting up.
1: Uh I think I think what we just described, like some sort of some sort of footplate that, when stepped on, um, triggers. Actually, we don't even need to run a wire. We could just do like an electronic signal that sets up these um that sets up these mines that just disperse into the air.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh make me a roll to set those up.
1: Can I? Um, I feel like this is distraction with with gadgets because bees attacking you is a distraction. I would argue.
0: Yeah, these are more distractive than destructive.
1: Okay. So, 1d20 plus 2 plus d6.
0: That's correct. Shit. Wow, wow, so close. (laughs) Come Come on, we gave you
1: everything. (laughs) I know, I know, I know, I'm thinking... (laughs)
0: 4 plus 2 plus 3. Um, you think that you might be able to get them set up, but they're not going to be nearly as effective as as you would hope. You, you start to realize as you set them up that the goop itself is very viscous. It seems like the longer it's away from the hive, the more it seems to almost clot and become like a, a thick gunk instead of like a lighter oil, like an acidic oil. Um, you're worried that by the time this goes off... Um, it will be less effective than you had hoped.
1: I wonder if we could. I um, can't believe I'm saying this. What if, what if we could catapult this? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know if be, it's even worth our effort at this point.
2: Do we have we, we have enough time to construct the catapults? Do we have That's the resources I mean, to construct the catapults? I'm not so saying
0: we, I'm not saying your setup is not going to be effective in some way. It's not going to be as effective as you probably wish it would be. Um, what you've okay. set up is an effective net, and it will do kind of what you wanted it to do. It's just instead of messing up the troop squads a lot, it'll mess it up kind of
1: part of me wants to make this, make another attempt as a risky roll, but given the fact that last time I did that, oh, um, the mine oh, yeah. exploded.
0: Uh, you can, you can do the thing where you roll again. It's more difficult. Uh, it, it uh, yeah, it becomes risky. Um, it's just, there'll be uh, side effects between 10 and 20. If you yep. want to, if you want to push it, which is what it's called, you can, you can push it and, it becomes a dangerous roll, and you get to roll again. I will let you do that for this.
1: I'm going to leave this up to I'm going to leave this up to the team because the last time I did this, I screwed. I nearly well, I nearly screwed over Astro.
0: So. Does he
3: roll the same roll?
0: She will roll the exact same thing she just rolled. She just gets another shot at it.
3: I say do it.
5: I'm fine with Astro getting screwed over again.
0: Yeah, the the la- the reason the mine why nearly killed it. A- so, <laughs> the reason the mine nearly killed Astra by the way is because the last time someone pushed it is <laughs> when Chimera I. pushed it, made it a dangerous roll and then failed it really badly.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's why it comes back. That's why me. I was sitting on <laughs> yeah, that yeah. for
0: five sessions, uh, yeah.
3: dying. What what
1: are your thoughts?
2: Go for it. Do it. Okay,
1: here we go. I'm closing my eyes. I'm pressing enter. Lord, have mercy on our soul. Oh, I did press enter. Okay, I...
3: Do it already! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: me!
4: Yay! Six! Oh,
1: boy. No, no, what happened was I lost I lost focus when I was typing in the roll. Oh, God, I'd- I I'm so sorry, Todd and Baba. You're gonna have fun with this. So,
0: um, you you try to roll it again. Um, you push it. You you basically fiddle with the systems, and you're like, man, I just I just want it to work. I need it to work. And you you start fiddling with it, and you just spend a lot of time working on this. Um, you like de de deconnect de- and reconnect and and modify the minds and you're trying to find a setup that's going to work for you and man like after after you're done at the end you wonder if it's going to be effective at all
1: as god is my witness i'm never pushing anything ever again <laughs> yeah, i'm pushing pushing a roll okay don't take that out of context
5: do we wait what Uh, anyways do uh, do we know roughly when they're going to be there
0: uh you know that they will march they will like send their forces through this area in response to the ship powering up so it's kind of up to you when they come through this area.
5: Uh, and we don't know when the ship is coming exactly.
0: You know, it's coming later today into tonight. Then tonight, they're going to evacuate all the civvies on board the ship. And then the plan is tomorrow morning to start powering up the ship that will likely summon the enemies.
4: How far
5: away was the mountainous area that I got the goop?
0: <sighs> Probably a couple hours away. Okay. Three at most.
5: All right. Um,. I'm going to go back there, watching Chimera struggle with this greatly, yep. and everything that's going on, uh, and I'm going to wait until it's a few hours before dusk, twilight time. Yes, um, timing it so that when I come with a second payload, I lead the, lead it like leaving little drops here and there of mm. it, the best I can. Okay, uh, and then huh. laying, laying just a huge chunk of it, how whatever I have left in the middle, dead terror flies be it or whatever i got yeah a goop at dusk all right um it is not hidden but it is confusing to anyone that just walks up on it probably
0: yes yeah you can do that um you're able to salvage some efficacy out of this for sure um, what it does cost you is some time. Um, as you guys are kind of recouping, I'm, yeah, I'm
5: out until yeah. dusk, like twilight.
0: Yeah, I'm as just, uh, okay. as you guys are recouping from this, Rock heads off to get you guys another payload of the goop to try again. Basically, um, Evelyn, you're probably frustrated at this point. You basically have to scrap everything you've done. Like this yep. is just like at this point you've overworked the liquid and it's almost become a tar that is like holding your traps together, you might as well have like burned rock candy around them.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, I guess, you know what? While rock does that, we should, we should just get in defensive positions back at the base. Yep. And prepare for an assault.
0: All right. Well, um, do all three of you head back then?
3: Uh yes, I'm yes. going to head back. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh the three of you head back to base. Um it takes you uh it's 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 in a similar direction to where Rock went but kind of like off, you know, nor- north instead of like northwest-ish. Um but you're still heading to the same mountain range altogether. Um you head into the mining camp um and it takes you a little while to get there. Rock um, you are successfully able to refind the same hive that you had cleared out before. It does look like it's still fresh inside the hive, so you're able to collect a full new scraping, basically. Um, it takes you a few more hours um, uh, to wait until like it's dusk and then head back out um, as as, you know, night is setting. Uh, you arrive uh, having left a trail of terrafly acid behind you, leading to the area that was set out by Heathcote on your TAC map. Uh, what do you do once you get here?
5: Um, I don't notice any other changes, any other trap set up or anything around, right?
0: No, it looks like most of what Chimera set up is is scrap at this point. Okay.
5: Um, I place it close to where I know some traps are. Yep. So that if investigated, then they'd have to walk closer to it. Right. But I just, I just lay it there.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: Like all the goop is just sitting there unceremoniously.
0: Yep. And this is just a plan. This isn't a skill check. It's just something that will do something. So you don't have to roll from this. You were probably able to salvage something out of this, but not nearly as effective as Chimera original plan may have been. But you you feel pretty confident, Rock, that you were able to get something out of this effort.
5: As I leave to avoid terror flies that are
0: as you (laughs) leave uh, hearing that there may be some buzzing behind you. All right. So uh, eventually uh, rock will get back to the mining camp as well. And uh, we are going to go ahead and end our first session tonight. Uh, As you get back to the mining camp uh, and as you do, uh Heathcote and Casper uh, take you out to the edge of camp uh, and kind of point off into the distance as kind of on the other side of the mountains uh, from where you guys were setting up your traps. You see a gigantic ship falling down through the sky. It is frightening, actually, Um It doesn't look like a ship you've seen before. It doesn't look like ships that you've seen rock in the military. Uh, It doesn't seem like the kind of mercenary ships that Orion has seen on the edge of space. It's almost alien looking in some ways. It is large and it is angular, almost a giant triangle. Uh, It is dark and it looks like it fell through the atmosphere as far as you can tell there are no thrusters on it as it descends but as it lowers towards the ground it you can see it's slowing and slowing and slowing and only through a trick of perspective can you even see the whole ship for it is a giant colony ship that you will be able to fit the entire city's worth of people on Uh, and as Casper kind of turns to you and says All right, looks like our ride's here. Time to get everyone on board. Where the hell did you find this ship? Made it. Made it? That's not important right now. Let's get to work.
3: Yeah, okay.
1: As we walk away, Evelyn's just kind of shouting
3: Made it? Made it?
0: (laughs) and uh yeah from there we'll uh pick up next session to uh pick up with uh you guys performing the uh holdout to try and hold off manticorp as this ship prepares to leave orbit and we'll see you guys all when we uh come back for the next one
2: all right should be exciting here's hoping we survive
4: (laughs) uh bye 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 bye